If you're lucky, you listen to them talk. They're on their way up and they can't stop. For all things great iron and hard top, it's Kevlu and Steve since the sandbox. What's going on since the sandbox family last week? And this week you heard our week seven talk, but now we're looking into week eight games of the week. And I'm going to dive in with the first game of the week that I think is going to be a really good game, at least offensively. And, and it's a division game as well. And that's the Packers Vikings game. I mean, we saw that bounce back week from Aaron Rodgers. big week out of Devontae Adams looked healthy, looked good. Hopefully he can keep that up and the Vikings get Dalvin back, which is huge I'm off the bye. So Definitely going to be, uh, you know, a good game offensively. The defense, Vikings, we know isn't that great. Green Bay can be shaky at times, but have been solid for the most part. But expect a very high-scoring game this week out of this team. And I think Aaron Rodgers is going to spray the field and find a bunch of different targets. Yeah, Kev, that's definitely going to be a good game and a lot of fantasy relevance in that one. But, guys, a game that I think is going to settle a lot I mean, is going to back up what I had to say in my power rankings. Guys, if you haven't heard our power rankings yet, please go and give those a listen because I had the Ravens above the Steelers. And yes, I know the Steelers are undefeated, but the Ravens continue to load up on offense. They signed Des Bryant to their practice squad. I don't think that's going to carry a whole lot. But the acquisition of Yannick Ngakwe, along with Matthew Judon there, along with Calais Campbell there, I think that front is going to be very scary. And the pressure and sack rate for that group is going to be absolutely insane. But the Steelers are going to have a lot to prove. The Ravens are going to have a lot to prove. Lou, I think it's obvious what we want to see from the Ravens. This is a great team. We want to see them, if they do get behind, be able to play and stay competitive, if that is the case. If they have the lead, we want to see them maintain the lead, let them play to their strengths, if that's what was to happen. For the Steelers, I definitely want to see Big Ben dish it around. He has four wide receivers. I think he really trusts as of right now. I mean, I think they're going to struggle to run the ball in this game, but I think whoever plays the better defense is going to be the winner. Yeah, man, that's going to be a great game. I mean, two of the top five teams in the league going at it. And on top of it being a division game, I, I cannot wait to see it. So this week, one of my games of the week is Seattle versus San Fran, another division game where the stakes are pretty high. I mean, the Rams could overtake first if Seattle loses. Seattle obviously needs their defense to step up this week. And San Fran could get back on track. I mean, it could jump right back into the mix in this division, looking for the number one seed. If they do pull off a big win versus Seattle, I mean, we saw their game last year was absolute fireworks, man, and I expect nothing but this year. Yeah, so another game of the week for me, and I know personally it has a lot of fantasy relevance for me as well, but just a game that I think is going to be very good because you have one very good offense going against one very good defense and vice versa. And that's the St. Chicago game. I mean, we know that Chicago offense isn't much. Steve, I know you mentioned it on the fantasy episode that A-Rob may not be playing. So that just hurts that offense even more. And we know that Saints defense isn't great, but without A-Rob, that could really be a runaway train. But that Chicago defense is good, man. And I want to see, especially if Mike Thomas doesn't play, you know, if New Orleans is going to be able to generate points against an actual top five defense in the league and how Drew Brees looks against them as well. I'm interested to see what the spread is for that game because I feel like that game has trap written all over it for the Saints. They never play good on the road. The Bears just lost a tough game away. Going back home and 
I'm dying to see the weather conditions too because I'm sure that's going to be in favor of Chicago. But no, that that game is definitely going to be fun to see and wouldn't be surprised if that was sloppy. Definitely expect a whole lot of Kamara. Like you said, referring back to what I said in the fantasy episode, if Allen Robinson doesn't play, definitely going to see some Bears weapons step up besides David Montgomery. Um, And Foles needs to play better as well. Um, But to a game that is also going to have a lot of fantasy relevance and I think is going to show kind of a statement game for these teams in the AFC, that's the Raiders versus the Browns. And these are two teams that are around 500. You know, the Browns had that game last week where they got lucky against the Bengals. And the Raiders, you know, they've had a tough couple of games. But I think that this game is really going to show, you know, what team is going to be fighting for around that seventh spot when it comes to playoff picture. Because right now, both of these teams are very included, very involved in it. But we'll see as more games get played, which one is going to be more legit. All right, so a little bit of a surprise this week. A game I think will be a little more competitive than people think, and it has a great headline attached to it. Miami versus the Rams. I mean, two is first start. I think it's going to be very interesting. I mean, it's a great offense and a good defense. Let's all be honest. If he didn't get hurt in college, he'd be the number one pick in the draft. I mean, that just is what it is. Uh, In his first start, debuting with a solid team. Uh, Obviously, we know how heartbroken Ryan Fitzpatrick is over it. So let's see if Tua can pull his weight and prove he was worth the draft pick right off the bat, or are we going to see him struggle early? Lefty quarterback, too, Lou. Tough matchup, I would know from experience. So, But, yeah, another game of the week. Again, a game I think it's going to be very high scoring just given the two teams. That's the Falcons-Panthers. And we know time and time again how bad that Falcons defense is. So if McCaffrey does come back, then it's going to be interesting to see the load they give him. I know I've been speaking highly on Mike Davis and what his role is going to be if McCaffrey does come back either way. But I think it could be, you know, a, a good game for McCaffrey to – to come back and get get his step back. And I think it could be a big game for Teddy Two Gloves as well. As I mentioned, I was starting him in a couple of leagues. Just given their wide receiver core and that horrible Atlanta secondary, I think he could have a very big week. Definitely can, but I can't entertain any Thursday night football talk. But before we wrap it up, <gasps> <laughs> two other games that I'll definitely just want to add a comment on. Giants, Bucks, and Lions, Colts. Oh, two teams that stink. Lou, I think that Lions-Colts game is going to be closer than we would probably assume. Pats Pats by 10 this week. One thing, thing, let me in. I do like the Lions this week. That is going to be a fireworks game. Pats by 10 plus. Well, you guys heard us talking about some picks. You guys heard us talking about some spreads. Make sure to tune in with me live on the Since the Sandbox Instagram on Sunday around 11.30 going over some Sunday spreads for Degenerate Sunday. But you guys know the deal. When you hear our games of the week, that means we're almost at Sunday. It's exciting. Everyone's looking forward to it. But everyone, enjoy your weekend. Enjoy Halloween. Get your pre-orders in. And get ready because November and December are a fun stretch for football. That's going to wrap things up for this week. For Since the Sandbox, you guys will hear from us again. On Tuesday, we out. Peace.